Hello, friends. Welcome to the Meditation Daily Podcast. My name is William Renner, and we're here to bring you mindfulness and meditation in daily life. Some people think, oh my God, that's so crazy to do, but once they start doing it... On today's episode, I spoke with Bonnie Hardy, who is a mindset, life, and gratitude coach. We spoke about gratitude and the importance of reframing negatives into positives. It might not be exactly what I had envisioned, but this is something way better than I ever could have imagined. So thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with Bonnie Hardy. So, Bonnie, thank you for being on the show. Hi, William. Thank you very much. Happy Sunday. And I'm, I'm glad to be here. I love talking about meditation. It is very important for people to learn how to decrease their stress and everything. So I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So maybe you can start by telling, uh, by telling our audience a little bit about your journey and how you got into um, being a, a life coach and why, why you wanted to be a life coach. Well, yeah, I, have a, I have a very interesting journey and, you know, my background is, is, is varied. And part of what I wanted to be a coach is because I see people all the time complaining about every little thing. They get so stressed out and they're always comparing themselves to other people. They're, you know, things go bad. They're always complaining. They never look at the good in any situation. So I want to show people how to reframe their negatives into positives and how to appreciate what they do have while not dwelling on what they don't have. So I work with people to just... Um, calm down with the stress and how to work through when you do get stressed out, how to work through it so it doesn't affect you in a negative way because too much stress really will affect you in a negative way. So I just show you how to work through your stress so you can kind of be relaxed. Especially right now, we're in a holiday season. Thanksgiving is in a few days in America. And it's, it's going to be crazy. Christmas is coming up. So I really want to help people relax and learn how to meditate properly and just chill out a little bit very good so reframing the the negatives into the positives like what do you what do you mean by that and how how do you do something like that well reframing negatives into positives is okay maybe saying you don't have a vehicle so you have to um, ride the bus to work that might be a little less inconvenient that might be a little you know inconvenient for you to have to ride the bus but the good thing about that is you have somebody else driving you to where you want to go and if you need to do some work or write some stuff down or you want to listen to a podcast or something like that, you have the time to do that. Because obviously, if you're driving, you need to pay a lot of attention to all the traffic and everything like that. And, you know, let somebody else drive you so you can just sit down and, and relax and they'll get you to where you need to be. So that's a good way of reframing, you know, a negative to positive. It's negative that you don't have a car. It's positive that you have somebody helping you get to where you need to be. How do you, in your own life, reframe positives into negatives? Like, how do you how do you bring that into practice? Well, you know, I look at my life and, you know, what's going on. Like, my situation now, I have bad knees. I have osteoarthritis in both knees, so it's hard to walk around. But at least I have both of my knees. I've known people that have, you know, had artificial knees or even had to, like, amputate it. So at least I do have, you know, all my body parts, basically all my body parts that I was born with. So you have to kind of look at it that way because if you have, you know, artificial, any type of artificial limb or, you know, um, anything like that, then you have, you know, metal in you and stuff and that can cause problems. Like if you're going to an airport, metal detector, stuff like that. So it's just easier to, you know, think about, hey, you know, my knees might be bad, but at least I, at least I still have them and I still have my legs. So that, that's definitely a positive with that in, in that regard. 
We've had a lot of um, guests on the podcast talking about gratitude and how how important that is. It sounds like a similar kind of idea, like having gratitude for the things that we do have in our lives. Yes, most most definitely. I am a mindset, life, and gratitude coach, so I do work with people on showing them how to have more gratitude. You know, if it rains a lot, that's fine because then you don't have to spend your time and and your um and your water to water your lawn. So that's a good thing about it raining a lot, and. You know, just little things like that. I, my, you know, my programs, what I talk about, people are basically bespoke to each person. So I see, you know, where they're going, what they're going through, and then I show them how to have the gratitude and, and how to um, work on their own personal development, how to have a rock-solid day and things like that. Right. Rock-solid is, is your branding, right? You, um, yes. you want people to be rock-solid. Yes, that's that's same in my business. I have I have two businesses. One is Rock Solid Mindset Life and Gratitude Coaching, and one is Rock Solid Podcast Guest Coaching. And I have a Rock Solid Five by Five. I have a formula, the Five by Five formula to a Rock Solid Day. So I have a logo with a, um, a, a something standing on a a rock standing on a on a triangle. So yeah, I, I try to be Rock Solid, and I try to use the, the hashtag Rock Solid as much as possible. Rock solid. How does how does a person become rock solid with so much turbulence in life, so much uh, you know, so many things shaking us around? How do you how do you get rock solid? Well, you know, you have to have a lot of faith in yourself. You have to have a lot of confidence in yourself, and you have to say, hey, you know, no matter what happens, it could always be worse. There's always going to be somebody that has it worse than me. So you always want to think about the positive things that are going on in your life. You want to remember that you have family and friends that support you, that love you, that, you know, want to help you succeed. So just think, you know, this, anything that's bad, you know, it's a lesson that I'm learning. I'm going to be able to show others how to get through things like this. So it can be hard sometimes, but just say, hey, it's not going to be this bad forever. It's going to end up getting better. And you can, when you look back on it, you're like, yeah, I can't believe I got through that. So I am totally rock solid. That's for sure. Hey guys, just a quick reminder that if you're listening to this as an audio podcast, you can also watch it as a YouTube video. And if you're watching it on YouTube, we have it as an audio podcast for your commute to work. For me, I'm like, I'm super focused on meditation, right? And the meditation that I do is around being aware of the breath that's moving through the nose, like always trying to pay attention to the feeling of the air that's moving through the nostrils and the feelings on the body. How do you stay connected with your body and your breath um, when you're in a difficult situation? Um, sometimes when it gets difficult, I do have to stop for a few minutes and I have to take a few deep breaths in through the nose, hold it for a couple seconds, out through the mouth, and just kind of reconnect myself and just calm down and just say, okay, it's fine, relax, you're safe, there's nobody going to hurt you, you're okay. Don't get all stressed out and get crazy because that's when, you know, tempers flare. People say stuff that they don't really mean, but it causes a lot of problems. So you stop, deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, and you're, you're, it relaxes your whole body. You know, your, your posture is much better and stuff. So when stuff get, does get crazy, then I just pause. Sometimes it only takes me 30 seconds to a minute to relax and bring, my, bring myself back to center, and then I'm okay for, for a while, definitely. Do you have any um, any other practices that, that you could share that help you um, stay centered? Yes, I, I, um, 
I, I do journal. I do practice gratitude. I talk about, you know, journal, you know, how my, when I wake up in the morning, I journal how my night was last night. Did I sleep good? Was I waking constantly? You know, how did I feel in the morning? And I, I ground myself. I, I go outside and I stand, usually I stand barefoot in the, um, in the, either the dirt or the grass. And I kind of, you know, look up towards the sky and I'm like, like this, and I'm kind of getting like the, the sunbeams on me. And it's like, yeah, because you, you, you get the, the feeling all the way through your body. And you, I, I can totally feel myself relax when I do that because sometimes I'm all tense and I can feel myself tense. But once I start doing all my 5 by 5 form at Chiracus all the day, then I sit like this and I, then I get relaxed because I notice a lot of times I just crunch forward, but do, do things like that. And then it's like, oh, then you're, then you're good. So there's, you know, a lot of little things like that, but... Since I live in Florida, it's always sun out. So I just look up at the sky and say, and thankful that, that you know, I have the sun to, to be with me and stuff like that, you know. Hmm. Maybe you could speak a little bit more about your um, your five by five formula to a rock solid day. What's that about? Yes, that, that is something that I um, sort of invented a while back. What it is, it's five different activities to do in the morning when you first get up for one to five minutes each to start your day off strong. A lot of people want to have a morning routine. So they they include um, journaling, practicing gratitude, deep breaths, grounding yourself. I actually had a, a, a group go through this twice and I've had uh, people from 10 different countries, over 60 people from 10 different countries. I've written about this. It's in a, it's in a magazine. It's a special edition of Solacy Magazine. So just when you wake up, you know, you practice gratitude, you write down five to ten things that you're grateful for, and they have to be different every day. You journal, write down how, you, how your night was last night, what you want your day to be. You meditate, and deep breathing, and uh, grounding yourself. So, it's meditation, it's journaling, it's gratitude, it's deep breathing, and it's grounding yourself. Those are the five. What you said earlier about standing barefoot, uh, outside, that's something that has a really powerful effect on us, and it's something that I think a lot of people don't do very often is have that opportunity to take off their shoes and really, you know, connect with the earth in that way. Yes, that's really important. People don't do that anymore, and um, I find, you know, I go out and I stand in either the dirt or the grass, and I just I kind of squeeze my toes into the dirt, and it just makes you feel different. Some people think, oh my God, that's so crazy to do. But once they start doing it, they're like, yes, you really do. You really do feel the earth and, and the, and like the sun kind of basically goes through your body. When you look up and you don't look directly at the sun, obviously, but look up and just bring it all through you. And it, sometimes I can actually kind of feel my body do something a little different when I do that. I can actually feel myself relaxing and People started doing that at first. They're like, oh, that's so crazy. But then they started doing it. They're like, oh, my God, that's, like, the coolest thing ever. You know, obviously, like, you right now living in Canada with all the snow, you might have a, kind of a hard time doing it because I don't want you to be in bare feet in the snow. That <laughs> wouldn't be work out very well. So you might have to kind of do that inside on carpeting or something like that. But it still works pretty well for whether you're inside or outside for the most part. Yeah, 100%. It's, um, I think, like, so much of our our history as human beings, you know, was outside barefoot, you know, yeah. so yeah, that's something that's just part of our biology, I think. And we've really lost touch with that. 
Um, maybe we can talk about a vision board. Um, I know you, you have interest in vision boards. Uh, what is a vision board? Okay, a vision board is basically like a, bi a big piece of cardboard. And you put different pictures on it and you put words on it about like, how you want your life to be. Now it's a good time to start doing a vision board because we're at the end of the year. Say you want to live in a certain type of house or maybe you want to take a cruise. If you want to take a cruise, you would um, get pictures of the, the boat of what you would want to take the cruise on. Like say you want to take a cruise on Carnival Cruise Lines, get one of their boats, take a picture of that, put that on the vision board, get a picture of the island you would go to and put that on the vision board. You know, New Year's resolutions, a lot of people want to get in better shape. So, you know, get pictures of, um, like, a bicycle or a kettlebell, a workout thing. You want to eat better, so pictures of healthy food to eat. You know, little things like that. Put all of that on the vision board, and you can write words on it. You're strong, you're free, you're confident, hero, you know, things like that. So then every day when you get up, you look at your vision board and you're like, and what I'm doing today going to get me closer to my, my vision. I've seen people, they put up a vision board of, of a certain type of house they want to live in. And a little while later, they got the exact house. It was like the wraparound porch and a white picket fence and two-story and a, an attic and stuff. They're like, man, that's really, that's really cool. So it's vision board is something that, you know, you want to do in your future. So you work your way, you know, every day you're doing something to be able to, to achieve that, that, that goal on your vision board. How do, we, um, how do we have a dream? How do we have dreams like that, that we create and we work towards, but how do we stay, um, how do we keep ourselves from getting too attached to those things so that we get discouraged if they don't happen because sometimes in life things don't go our way or maybe they take longer than we want them to and sometimes not at all so how do we how do we not get discouraged or upset if we're making a vision board and and it's just not happening you know well, well sometimes it is hard to not get discouraged but stuff will happen and sometimes things totally different happen than what you put on your vision board you know, sometimes things much better happen, you know, and you're like, well, some, there was somebody one time they made a vision board of a house and they ended up getting an RV and they ended up being able to travel around the United States and Canada, meeting a lot of different people. So like, sometimes it's like this or something better. They're like, man, now I have, you know, I, I can be a digital nomad. I can go around and travel, see, be, I can see the sunset in a different state every day if I wanted. So yeah, sometimes you get something better than what you, what you thought and you're like, I don't need the house. I'll I'll, I'll drive. I'll be a, I'll be a digital nomad going around in an RV and stuff. So, just just kind of work on your future, what it is you want for yourself, and keep keep going towards that. And eventually, you know, you will achieve your goals and say, hey, it might not be exactly what I had envisioned, but this is something way better than I ever could have imagined and stuff. So it's just keep just keep going towards your goal and don't get discouraged and. Don't obsess over it and say every single day, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, I have to do that. Because I've, I've done that before myself and it drives you totally crazy to obsess over certain things. Stuff's not going to change because you keep checking stuff. So just relax, sit back and do what you need to do to get where you need to be. And, you know, you'll get there and your goals and your vision will, will, will come to fruition eventually. 
what you said reminds me of being an artist and how being an artist, you need to be flexible. You, you have an idea in your mind, but then you need to be able to move with whatever nature or your intuition, or you could call it a higher power, whatever it is that's guiding you. You can't get too attached to what you're doing. Um, so I think that's really cool if you, what you're saying, like looking at your life almost as art and you have to be right. flexible and fluid and go with the flow. Right, definitely. You can't be totally rigid and say it has to be like this because, you know, something better could come along and you and you could have missed that. So you have to do be you do have to be flexible and say, hey, whatever happens, happens. I'm trying to make it happen as best as I can. But you never know the something is going to come along that's so much better than what you anticipate. You're like, wow, this is <laughs> this is really cool. So just kind of let it let let go. Don't be so attached to the outcome because I find out when you're not attached to the outcome, then stuff is much better. So just kind of go with the flow and, and whatever happens, happens. Do your part to make it happen, but just kind of, it'll, it'll come along eventually and everything will work out in the end. I think that a person's intentions are really important too. You know, it's like if your intention is selfish and you're just trying to get a house because you want you know you want people yeah. to think that you're that you you know you want the prestige or you you want your you feel like you're lacking in something in your life or like you know there's there's good motivations for things and there's bad motivations you might want a house cuz you have a family right. and you want to have a you know or right so how does um how does like morality tie into this and how, how does having um a, a a good intention you know like how is that uh, important for um, for somebody's journey and their manifestation, if you want to call it that. Right. Well, you definitely have to have good intentions, and you have to have high morals. And you know, if you don't, eventually you're going to get caught, and it's going to not be good. So always have the best of intentions. Always try to um, do what you can to help yourself and to help others out there also. So just make sure you're a person of high moral character and you have a lot of integrity. And then that's that's how you're going to get to where you need to be, just to be, uh, you know, have be a person of in integrity. I think it keeps the mind peaceful, too. You know, like I, I think the more we try to help other people and we make um, helping others a, a foundation of our goals, then... It, it keeps the mind really peaceful too, rather than the selfish thinking because the selfishness and craving, um, you know, it doesn't always go our way, but we always have control over whether we're trying to be kinder to people, whether we're trying to help people. Like that's something that's always in our control. Right, most definitely. I find that the people who are um, kind to others and compassionate and help everybody else, they get much farther in their life than people who are totally selfish and don't do anything because... And if I see that you're trying to do something to improve your life, then I'm going to want to help you. But if I see you sitting back, you know, always wanting, you know, always moaning, crying and complaining about poor, poor, pitiful me, people aren't going to want to help you as much. You know, if I see you're, you're helping yourself, you know, I'll give you a hand out. I'll give you a hand up if I see that you're helping yourself. I'll definitely give you a hand up. Bonnie, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, if people want to get a hold of you and find out more about uh, about your work, what's the best way for them to find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook. It's Facebook at Bonnie S. Hardy. And my email is Bonnie, uh, Bonnie Hardy at yahoo.com. 
That's B-O-N-N-I-E-H-A-R-D-I-E at yahoo.com. I don't have a website right now, but I'll be getting a website pretty soon, hopefully by the end of the month, so people can contact me through there. But right now, it's just mainly Facebook and email. And uh, contact me, ask me any questions. If you want more info on anything that I that I do, just holler at me or say Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, whatever you want to say. You know, I look forward to meeting new people all the time. So I really do enjoy meeting new people all the time on Facebook and everything. Wonderful. Okay, thanks again, Bonnie. Thanks a lot, William. Nice talking to you, and thank you for having me on your show. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Bonnie Hardy. If you're interested in more mindfulness content like this, we have new episodes out every single Thursday. So until next time, wishing you happiness and success wherever this life takes you.